let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Everybody, welcome into the podcast. Time for another edition of the show. It's actually episode number eighty-one. Sean, we are cruising. Yeah, we are cruising right <laughs> along, doing these podcasts. Hopefully, sharing some fun and useful nuggets of information with you guys when it comes to investing, finance, and retirement. And it is late January. We're talking about things you can control and those that you can't. And that is a whole lot of stuff in the world. So let's try to look at this through the lens of okay, let me affect the things that I can affect and go from there. You doing all right, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. Doing great. Yeah. yeah. How's your couple of weeks been? It's been good. Just uh, got back from Red Sox fantasy camp. Ooh. Yeah. Was, it, was it awesome? Always is. Always awesome, huh? There you go. Always is. Yeah. You're, I imagine you're looking forward to, what is it, uh, I guess what, March things start to really heat up and then April's when it February kind of cuts February 12th. February 12th. <laughs> yeah. That's when pitchers and I think, I think it's the 12th. That's when pitchers and catchers report. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll be talking plenty of baseball soon. For, for so, for now, I'll keep him away from it, folks, and we'll we'll get into these things that you can't. I'll talk control. hours about it. I know, I know. So, uh, I got a few things on this list here, Sean. Look, and there's so much stuff in life. Obviously, the last two years, right, that we can and can't control, and been pretty mind numbing in a lot of ways. So, let's look at some financial stuff and try to frame the conversation to the point where we can do something. So, obviously, the market, right? We're at this point, at this time when we're recording, we're still on technically a 12 year going into a 13 year basically bull run. Mm-hmm. Um, it's had some dips and some divots along the way, but overall, it's still pretty much up for 12 years. You can't control what it's going to do, when it's going to finally, you know, take the final beating and, and have a prolonged downturn or whatever, but we can control how much we're exposing ourselves to it and the hit we might potentially take. Exactly. I mean, you, you look at, if you want to take the risk of the market, uh, the market, just buy an S and P fund and be in it and follow the, the indexes, right? Right. Or a Dow Jones index and, and follow it. Uh, you're not gonna be able to control what the markets do. It's just the reality of it. I, I can't, I wake up in the mornings and I look to see, you know, what's projected in the futures and then how's how's the market looking throughout the course of the day and what data's come out and and that's about all I can do. I, I can't really control Yeah, I mean even like the indicators, right? I I get at right. this point it's twelve years. Typically, you know, bears and bulls, there's typically what bull markets are typically what, five years? Yeah. You know, I mean, on average. So this thing's totally blown all the stuff out the window. Well and and you see, you know, we've had a great economic run. Sure. And and I don't know that that's necessarily over with. I think that COVID has changed things and and will continue to to see a pretty decent economic run. Right. With the caveat that there's a lot of kind of unnerving factors that are out there as well. But at the end of the day, the things that you can control when you plan, and this all of these things come back to actual planning and planning and building a, a an actual strategy. Uh, you can control your your volatility levels, and it's it comes down to first and foremost understanding where your volatility currently lies. Yep. And then two, understanding is that comfortable for me and my plan. If it is, great. If it's not, and and you're not able to accomplish the things that you want in your plan based on the volatility that you've got, then it, it might make sense to to make some adjustments. Right. I mean, you're talking risk. I mean, we were just mentioning baseball. You can use any kind of sport you want. If you are ahead, if you're in pretty good shape for in the game, why are you continuing to you know mm-hmm. swing for the fences? Right. You're going to start changing your uh, your batter strategy and your pitching strategy if you're winning the game. So well, yeah, you're if you're up by a bunch as a pitcher, you're just you're trying to pound the strike zone. Like you just want 
you want to move the game along. Yeah, get them out. And you know, same same thing with. Uh, I don't want to say that you want to move the game along in retirement, but you want to have a strategy that's going to be pretty consistent and and allow you to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. You know, so it's easier to look at it from the hitting side, right? You know, you're going to be more safe. You're going to be more tactical with trying to just get on base. You know, base runs are good, right, in retirement, right? Which is basically you kind of look at it saying, you know, keep ahead of inflation. You know, have some stuff out there so that you can stay ahead of that. But don't be trying to, you know, Mark McGuire it and swing for the fences, right, and knock it out of here. So Yeah, I mean, home runs are sexy, sexy, but but singles and doubles win ballgames. There you go. There you go. See, I told you we'd do baseball. Uh, <laughs> all right. So things you can't always can, back to always it. back to baseball. Things you can and can't control. Number two, uh, you can't control how long you're going to live for the most part, but you can control how much emphasis you create uh, or put on creating the income streams that you'll need. Uh, you know, at the time we're doing this, we've lost a few big celebrities. Uh, obviously, Betty White being the big one. She made it to 99, just shy of her hundredth birthday. Uh, you know, granted, she's had a long career, made a lot of money, but still idea, right? You might could live to 99. So do you have income streams in place to get you there? Right. And it comes back down to, to how you plan. You know, do you want protected money? Do you want market-based money? Do you want a combination? But I, I tell people uh, that's the one thing that you can't control within reason. You know, there's, right. you, you can control how long you live, but you can't control realistically how long you live. I mean, you can and, try some things, right? But although she was funny because she said she drank a, a glass of vodka and had a hot dog every day. <laughs> oh yeah, man. She <laughs> so, but she also worked until she was what ninety five. She's national treasure, right? Uh, like our unofficial queen. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and, but at the end of the day, plan as if. And, and what I say is, if if you don't think that you're going to live to be eighty, right? Well, plan to be ninety. And, and the reason that I yep. say that yep. is, if you plan to be ninety, and you make it. Great, your right. plan still worked. If you plan to be ninety and you don't make it, right? Great, your plan still worked. Yeah, I mean, I've got some health issues and I'm only fifty and I'm I'm falling apart faster than a Dodge Dart. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm planning. You know, I might not make. I don't think I'll make it much into my seventies, but I'm planning financially in case I'm wrong. Right. So if mm-hmm. I'm eighty, I don't, then I'm not sweating it. Right. So well, and the re- my wife's gonna. S- She's long going to survive me, right? And I want to make sure that she's taking care of. That's the other side, yeah, exactly. So again, control what we can control. Number three, taxes. Okay, there's been all this hoopla the last six months about what's going to happen. They didn't get anything done because they're gridlocked, and it's going to probably continue into the 22 as they continue to argue about this, that, and the other. So even if they do nothing, Sean, we know Mm -hmm. that taxes are going to hold tight for a few more years. So control what you can control and be tax efficient and prudent now because they got to go up at some point whenever it is that they get off their duff and agree to something. Well, just be thoughtful about it. And and what I far too often I see people that will come meet with us for the first time or whatever and they'll say, "Oh yeah, I just converted I just did a big Roth conversion of 150 grand." What? Why? Okay. <laughs> you know, how does that fit your plan? And, and so there's all this financial marketing out there about, oh, you got to do Roth conversions or this or that. And, and what I'd say on, from a tax perspective is, yes, I can't control what tax rates are going to do in in five years, 10 years, 15 or 20 years. Right. But be thoughtful in the steps that you're making right now to prepare yourself for 10, 15, 20 years. If it makes sense from a tax perspective to do some Roth conversions, right? great, let's talk about that. We may find that the way that your incomes are structured you don't really need to do a whole lot of Roth conversions and you're unnecessarily paying taxes right now. So when, when you look at, at, at tax strategies, whether it's Roth conversions or, 
or LERP plans or, you know, strategic withdrawal plans and incorporating social security, be thoughtful and take some time right. to, to yeah. make those decisions. Don't just jump into, well, I converted 150 grand. Well, I don't know if that helps you or hurts you. I mean, if you had the money to pay the taxes, I guess great. But did you need to, right? Did you did you bump yourself up or whatever the case is, you know, just to get it done? And it wasn't the right move. And maybe it's not even just for you. Maybe it's also just being tax efficient for whatever you plan to do with the money when you're gone. Like who mm-hmm. you plan to leave it to. So right, lots of ways. Although you know, I don't know what the, the lerp plan sounds like. Something you should apologize. Excuse me, I just lerped. You know, <laughs> apologize for that. Very interesting term sometimes with these things. Um, all right, one more social security. So again. Same thing, political poker chip, whatever you want to look at it, whatever lens you want to look at it on. Uh, You can't control what's going to happen to it, but you can determine what kind of role it's going to play in your retirement. Mm -hmm. If you didn't do a lot of planning and you don't have a lot saved, it's going to play a bigger role. So you're going to have to definitely strategize. Or if you did plan really well and you've got quite a bit, it's still not a bad idea to strategize, especially if you're married on what's the effective way. Don't just run it down to to crank it on just because you think they're going to run out of money. Yeah, strategic. Use Social Security as a strategic tool. Leverage the government's money so you don't have to leverage as much as of yours. Right. And pretty simple. You know, there's there's a lot of concern about Social Security being there. You know, whatever it may be. There's a lot of scare tactics out there. The reality is that Social Security is the ultimate kick the can down the road type program. Our politicians will tweak it just enough, make it healthy just enough to kick the can down the road and let some other <laughs> Somebody else generation deal with it. Deal yeah, with it. Exactly. And, and so the reality is that, you know, social security is one of those things that it is a social benefit. I get it. But, you know, when you start to think stri- like financially about COVID, and, and this is one thing that it's a little bit morbid and uh, I'm being respectful of what's happened in our country, but the majority of the seven or 800,000 Americans are 65 plus that have passed away. And that's a, that's a terrible thing from the financial side. That's six to 700,000 Americans who are no longer collecting social security from the government either. Right. So there's that, there's a a financial piece to that. And and now it's not going to fix the social security problem, but there, there will be some things that are done down the road to, alleviate the pressure that's being put on social security but it's i think it's going to come in multiple facets well and they wind up you know if you could look at it with that kind of lens but then you could also which they do they go but there's also with all these people not working and the the great resignation and so on and so mm-hmm. forth there's also a lot of people not pumping in you know right. feeding the system so it's it's a catch 22 or we're just kind of in the cycle but we've been in the cycle for a while and so there i mean there's a lot of things that we societally have got to change and we're at this kind of weird precipice and one of them or multiple of them could happen all at once or they're trying to convene and happen all at once and that can cause big problems so making right. sure you've got a strategy in place and making sure that you're looking at there's all these universal things that affect us all like social security or like longevity or lack thereof but everybody's got you know, the same kind of universal truths, but how the puzzle pieces work per person is completely different. So that's why you have, yeah, that's why you got to sit down and have a conversation, folks. So hopefully uh, these are some things that you realize you can and, you know, you can control to a degree. You can't control the big picture, but you can control your personal narrative within it. So do yourself a favor, get on the calendar, have a conversation. If you haven't done so already, talk to Sean, reach out to him and the team at Elevated Retirement Group. Find the podcast online. Just simply go to the whatever app you use, like Apple or Google or whatever. You can just type in Retirement Elevated in the search 
search box of that app and find it that way. Or you can stop by the website, retirementelevatedpodcast.com. That's retirementelevatedpodcast.com. Sean's the managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving all around Utah and clients all over the place. But you also have clients outside of the state, too. So a little bit of everywhere. So, Sean, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I appreciate it. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, we'll talk more investing, finance, retirement, and a little baseball on the next podcast. We'll see you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.